Wisdom Ways is all about living from the true power of who you are. Marianne Williamson once said, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. If that is true, then how can we let go of those fears and become one with our authentic power? Speaking from personal experience, insights, and stories of awareness, Richard Schultz, spiritual healer and guide, invites you to take a courageous journey with him to finally let go of your deepest fears and embrace inner power beyond measure. Get prepared to travel to the inner spaces that will expand your awareness, freedom, and mastery of life. Hi, and thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. I'm your host, Richard Charles, and this is the third show towards claiming your authentic power. We've been talking about claiming personal power, what it is, how to own it, and how to embrace it fully and authentically. We've talked about seven steps towards claiming your power, and we've even touched on the idea that our power is often hidden in our shadows, the parts of us that we've rejected. We've distinguished authentic power from the power of the ego which is not our true power. Today, we're going to talk about the power of beliefs. This is an extension of our last program where we talked about the levels of mind, the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the superconscious mind, and the alignment of those minds to, to give us our true power. Henry Ford once said, If you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. He knew that beliefs affect everything. What we think affects everything in our life. Beliefs affect our thinking. In particular, it is our subconscious beliefs that affect almost all of our life because it is running the show habitually. About 90-95% of our life is habitual based on the beliefs or programming in the subconscious mind. Yes, we have conscious beliefs and we have subconscious beliefs. Conscious beliefs can be changed almost instantly with some new information. For example, if you're lost driving through a city and believe you are traveling in a north direction, but you stop and someone tells you you're actually going east, you simply change your belief about north versus east and you change your mind. It's easy. Subconscious beliefs can be easy if you know how. But otherwise, they are tough to change, especially if they are emotionally charged and there's some issue around safety to the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is a million times more powerful than our conscious mind, the power of a mind that gives us the willpower. And so willpower is usually not enough to change subconscious beliefs. But that's what we seem to do over and over again. We try to use willpower to overcome that resistance to the changes we want to make in our life. The good news is that the subconscious mind can be changed quickly and easily if we actually know how. We just haven't been taught how to do that. The subconscious mind is resistance to change uh, because it needs to keep consistency. It's trying to keep us safe according to our beliefs, even if those beliefs are faulty or not serving us now in our life. Beliefs affect absolutely everything in our life, positive and negative, 
And most of our beliefs are really good because we wouldn't be here if that subconscious mind wasn't taking care of us in some way. Although we all know we have some issues uh, where we get into trouble or seem stuck and can't seem to get ahead in certain areas of our life. Beliefs affect relationships. Have you ever had a trigger in a relationship? I mean, someone says something or someone does something. Maybe it's your spouse or partner or some family member at Christmas time. And you just go wild. You go and become that three-year-old, that five-year-old, and you're really charged against something they did. I know that. Everybody knows that. There are certain people that just drive us nuts. And it's kind of over-the-top emotional when we get there. We might hate incompetence, or we might not trust someone, or we are always jealous in nature. There are beliefs behind jealousy, behind distrust, behind our feelings of not feeling competent, or hating people that are incompetent, or dumb, or more beautiful than we are. So beliefs affect relationships. Beliefs affect our self-esteem, how confident we are, how beautiful we feel, how smart or dumb we feel. I once had a woman that came to me and she wanted to work with two things in the session. One was she wanted to lose weight. And the second was that she hadn't had a date for over a year. The common denominator we discovered was that was loving herself. And we changed a belief which was I love myself, and put that in the subconscious mind. And lo and behold, on the way home, she met a man um, who asked her out, and by the next morning, she had lost two pounds, something she had not been able to do in over a year. I love myself, a great belief to have. So beliefs affect our health. It affects our weight, whether we exercise or not, and even disease. Around the weight thing, I once had a woman that couldn't lose weight no matter what she did, she said. She exercised. She ate lower calories. But what we discovered was when she was around 17 years old, she got raped. And in her mind, in that distress, she said, I never want to be beautiful enough to get raped again. And from then on, she put on weight. It was a protection mechanism. Of course, the subconscious mind was going to keep her with lots of weight if that's what it was designed to do from those beliefs. It affects our finances. Beliefs affect whether we can make money, whether we're deserving of money, whether we keep money, how we spend money. We've all heard of people who have won lotteries. Most of them, most of them just lose the money. They don't have the beliefs to sustain that money and invest it properly. So maybe they're not even deserving of that money. So they get rid of it in bad decisions, whatever. But it's belief that's driving that. Beliefs affect our career, how we're working, um, what careers we go into. We may not feel worthy of being a doctor or a lawyer because of our family situation earlier in life. We weren't given the encouragement to be those things. So our beliefs affect what careers we take. And of course, we all know of fears and phobias, those emotional uh, reactions to certain things. Simple things like spiders, snakes, heights, flying. If you have a belief that 
snakes are dangerous or heights are dangerous, then that emotional charge and those beliefs will keep you from going near the ed- near the ledge of a high place. Most beliefs, as I said, serve us and are powerful in creating the life we desire, but some take our power and block us from our powerful conscious choices to create our goals and dreams. It's important to have our beliefs aligned with our goals, and it's important to examine where we feel stuck and turn that around, reprogram our subconscious mind with powerful, uh, empowering beliefs that change our reality to what we want. If you've got a behavioral pattern that you repeat again and again that you don't like, then there will be a limiting belief there. If you feel stuck in a part of your life, um, maybe you're using language like I should or shouldn't, I can't or won't words around those situations, you'll have a belief there. And it's important to examine those areas of your life where you're not really accomplishing your goals the way way you'd like to, or you're feeling stuck in certain areas. Examine those and examine the beliefs behind that. And when you change those beliefs, particularly in the subconscious mind, your life will change. So where do these belief programs come from? They're like viruses. Uh, How did we get them? And uh, later on, we'll talk about how we change those. But where do they come from? Well, early in our childhood, we are just taking information. The subconscious mind is entirely open to getting programmed. It's like giving programming all the time. There is not this decision-making conscious mind in place, the gatekeeper at that point. It's just observing, the child is observing the parents, observing its reality, and deciding how to fit in. The subconscious mind in our evolution is designed to do that so that we can take on the social structures, the family ideas and values quickly so we can fit in and feel loved. But if we have these limiting programs in our culture, in our family situation, or we have distresses early in life, then we take on those also. We watch our parents. We listen to our parents. We touch and feel in the family unit. And we may get traumas in that period, which shape that early programming and from then on sets us up for life. Our early brain waves are delta brain waves, theta, and then even later alpha. Around puberty, we start to move much more into these beta brain waves, these active brain waves, and those aren't highly programmable brain waves. The delta, theta, and alpha is. So if we can get back into those other brain waves, then we can change our beliefs. As adults, we can change our beliefs. We need some techniques and tools often to do that. But often it just happens to us. Like the woman I talked about that was raped when she was 17. A highly emotionally charged event, such as a rape, a car accident, can install a bunch of beliefs and some um, emotions, some trauma. PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder is an example of that. 
When people go to war and they come back, if they've seen a lot of trauma uh, or experienced a lot of trauma themselves, they can have post-traumatic stress disorder and new beliefs and feel like everything is dangerous around them. Another way we can consciously get into a state where we can change our brain waves and then program or reprogram our beliefs are things like hypnosis, meditation, and even repetition of a new program. Um, affirmations are example of this. If you repeat affirmations like, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, over and over and over again, especially with emotion, then we can change our beliefs. But that's a rather tedious way to do it. It works. A lot of people do that. But there are faster ways. Techniques like I have within the Refreshing Beliefs Method is a whole system of change to quickly, easy, and effectively get those new, powerful, empowering programs into your subconscious mind. So, it's time for us to take a break. When we return, we'll look further into what you can do to create new subconscious belief programs that empower you rather than limit you. You're busy. Your life is hectic. But if you take just a few minutes every day for yourself, you can improve your relationships, health, success, and self-esteem. All you need to do is join Richard Schultz for his online course, The Refreshing Beliefs Method. You'll learn how to release fears and how to use your whole mind to achieve your goals toward a better life. Join Richard Schultz online today at refreshingbeliefs.com. Get back in charge of your life. That's online at refreshingbeliefs.com. So welcome back to the second half of Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. Before the break, we talked about subconscious beliefs and how they shape our life, shape our whole reality. The subconscious mind runs most of our reality on automatic, based on beliefs and the emotions connected with them. The emotions give the belief power and strength. This is obvious when you think about a phobia, for example, heights. The belief that high places are dangerous, combined with the fear, makes it almost impossible for people to tolerate being near a high ledge or on a balcony. Recently, I worked with a friend around the fear of heights, and it was a really interesting story because he has... All his life, when he would stand on a balcony of, um, uh, say, a high building, uh, at a hotel in this case, he had almost an overwhelming desire to jump. I'd never heard that before. I thought people with a fear of heights wanted to back away. But in his case, and in many cases when I reviewed it, it's like a pull towards jumping. So hence the fear of ending a life because you're kind of driven towards the edge. I worked with him, and it only took a couple of minutes, and um, that was gone. And he gave me a call the following uh, week to say he was on a balcony, same place the week before we'd done the work, and there was no fear at all. Other beliefs in our life are the same. If we have a similar emotionally charged belief about money, then we'll have a difficult time making money or going out there and making money or holding on to money. 
if we have a belief that we're not loved or not worthy of a job that we like, or we can't attract an intimate romantic relationship, then it is difficult and it may even seem impossible to overcome this unless you know how to change those subconscious beliefs. This is why I developed my Refreshing Beliefs e-course and workshop. This course gives a whole system to easily and effectively change our limiting beliefs to positive empowering beliefs so that action is easy and we really just attract the new situation to us. We walk with ease and flow. But let's talk about how we create new powerful beliefs and then some techniques to get them into your subconscious mind or how do you get access to a way to reprogram your subconscious. Beliefs for the subconscious are best put in the form of what you'll know as an affirmation. And there's five characteristics of a good belief statement or affirmation. And I call them the five P's. They are positive, personal, present tense, precise, and passion. What do I mean by those? What are the five P's? Well, positive. It's of no use to focus on what we don't want. If we continue to focus on what we don't want, we continue to get what we don't want. What we want to do is turn it around in terms of what we do want. So if you're having a place in your life where you're stuck, um, and say you can't find a job, uh, it doesn't make any sense to continue to focus on and reinforce, I can't find a job, I can't find a job, I can't find a job. It won't work that way. Instead, what we want to do is focus on what we do want. So you'd turn that around. I easily find a job that's fulfilling to me. An example of a positive belief. It's easy for me to find a job. Something like that. So turn it into something you do want versus what you don't want. The second P is personal. You'll notice in the last statement, I went I, and I also went me. A personal statement could sound like, I easily make a million dollars, or I'm worthy of a million dollars. It could be, I exercise every day to keep in optimal health and fitness. Belief statements are not about the other person that is bugging you. So say someone is, uh, maybe it's your boss or a landlord or someone, and they're really mean. Uh, Making up a statement that Diane is a nice person, well, you could be projecting nice onto her, but how does she affect you? It's how she affects you that is important. Um, You don't have control whether she's going to be nice or not nice, but you do have control over how you react and what your judgment of those behaviors are and whether they trigger you or not. So keep your beliefs personal. An I or a me is best in the statement versus Diane or Jim or somebody else. You are nice to me. It's about I. It's about me and what I have control over versus trying to change someone else. The third P is present tense. And you've heard that in all the statements so far. A good statement is an I am statement. That's one of the best. I am worthy. I am lovable. I am powerful are good statements. And we could actually get a more detail. We'll talk about that in one of the other P's. But I am, 
I have, I create. The subconscious mind lives in the present tense. So we want to program it in the present tense, even if it feels like a lie. So you might want, I am beautiful, but and it might feel like not true to start off with. But when the subconscious affects it, it will start to reinforce the idea that I am beautiful versus I am ugly. So present tense is a third. I am I have, I create. The fourth P is about precision, being precise, the detail. The statements I've given you so far are somewhat abstract. The conscious mind can deal with abstraction, um, uh, a lot of money. You may say, oh, I really want a lot of money, and tell somebody that. And they may hear that, oh, lot, yeah, he wants $1,000. Or he might think, a million dollars. But what's a lot? The subconscious mind needs the detail. It doesn't deal well with abstraction. So you want to tell it precisely what you want. I easily make $20,000 per month, every month, for the rest of my life, maybe. So... Um, the detail is important. So what about a program, I have more money? Is that detailed or is that abstract? Well, more is like a lot of. And if you program more, um, what is it? A penny more? A dollar more? I have more money. If I found a penny in the street, the subconscious will have delivered by noticing pennies and or nickels around the place. So you want to be more precise than that, I would think. You want a specific amount of money, not just a penny. So belief statements should be precise, detailed, specific. What do you actually want? When that belief is true in the subconscious mind, what do you want your subconscious mind to deliver to you, attract to you uh, with precision? And the final P is about passion. And we've talked about that too. It's about emotion. If you're emotionally grabbed by the idea of this belief statement is, yeah, that's what I want, then you'll kick in a uh, form of action going towards the emotion. So, So emotion follows through with action for the conscious mind. But it's also a good way to reprogram the subconscious mind because it's emotional. So when we put an emotional charge onto a belief, a positive charge, a feeling of joy, a feeling of trust, a feeling of gratitude, onto the statement, then we can easily program that in the subconscious mind, and the subconscious mind can act on that and attract to us. So um, it is about a positive emotion, or sometimes a good belief statement will feel uh, uneasy, We'll get into that stock statement. So I am worthy or I easily make a million dollars. Maybe there's a a feeling of uh, I can't feeling comes up. Uh, that could be a good statement because we want to shift that fear or that limiting emotion as we shift that belief statement. So when we say that enough and add a positive feeling to it, then we can change the subconscious mind easily. So uh, a belief where we have a, a limiting emotion feeling behind it could be a good one. And also one where we have a positive uh, joy of trust, of gratitude, of love behind the belief statement. It should emotionally grab us. So those are the five P's, positive, personal, present tense, precise, and with passion. 
So once you have your statements, and you might want to stop and write out some statements relative to what beliefs or where you are stuck in your life. Once you have some statements, then how do you get in the subconscious mind? What's the process for that? Well, there's a number of different ways to do it. You could say those belief statements like an affirmation. You could say them one or 200 times a day for about a month, and it's likely they'll get into your subconscious mind. But I don't know about you. I don't have the discipline to do that. I've never been able to do it before, and I can't do it now. Well, maybe that's a limiting belief. I can't do it. And it's not necessary. And it could work if you use it that way. Another way is to do, say your beliefs in meditation. Remember that we talked about when we're children, we are in a highly programmable brain state, that delta, alpha, and theta brainwave. And that when we move into our teenage years and adult years, we are more beta brainwave. Well, Meditation actually takes us back to the alpha, theta, and even delta brainwave if we're good at meditation. So we could say our belief statements to ourselves, to the subconscious, with intention in meditation. That's a great way to do it. Another way is through hypnosis, because that also takes us into altered brainwaves, altered states of consciousness, where the subconscious mind is open to taking programming. So, those are some great methods. Uh, affirmations, meditation, hypnosis. But you could also take something like my Refreshing's Beliefs method because this system gets you to put it into the subconscious in a very, very easy, quick way so you could be in a restaurant and changing your beliefs. If you want to know more about that and how that is done, you could actually get my Refreshing Beliefs ebook, which contains 1,500 affirmations, some sample affirmations in 20 different categories. And there's also some techniques and some videos attached to that ebook uh, to help you get into the belief programming for your subconscious mind and some techniques and tools there within that. And since we're on the idea of programming, another great way to program the subconscious mind is through imagination. Imagine seeing your goal fulfilled. What will you see in detail? What will it look like? And also, what will it sound like? What will people be saying to you? What will you be saying to yourself when you're in that place of achieving your goal? And what will you be feeling like when you're there? So put the full imagination. What will you see? What will you hear? And what will you feel? Even write that out on a piece of paper in detail, what it's going to be like. Make a vision board. And that's a great way to program the subconscious mind also. You'll learn more about that in the Refreshing Beliefs Method uh, course, e-course or in-person course. Um, that's why people do vision boards, especially if they put an emotional, positive charge onto that vision board. So that's it for our time. There's a lot of more information about reprogramming the subconscious mind and creating belief statements in my ebook, Refreshing Beliefs, or in my extensive e-course, The Refreshing Beliefs Method. There you can learn a full system to reprogram limiting beliefs so that your goals are powerfully supported by your subconscious mind. Go to my website, 
www.wisdomways.net or also www.refreshingbeliefs.com. In ending, I invite you to step into the awareness of where you might be limiting yourself. What's not working for you? Is it health, wealth, personal power, self-esteem? Then create some affirmations or belief statements for those goals. That's the first step, being aware of what you want and deciding to update your programming. Remember the, the power of the conscious mind, being aware, deciding to be aware, and then making a decision, making an attention of what you want. Then maybe write out and imagine what that desire will look like, sound like, and feel like. Try installing your new beliefs in your subconscious mind using the techniques in my ebook or my powerful Refreshing Beliefs Method course. If you need any assistance, please feel free to contact me, email me, ring me up, or make an appointment with me. I can help you to change your beliefs in just a few minutes, many of them just a few seconds. You'll find me at wisdomways.net. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power here on the TLRstation.com, powered by Tenacious Living International, where it's all about living outside the box. Have a great day, everyone. Are you ready to claim your authentic power? Visit www.wisdomways.net slash power to gain instant access to Richard's free video course on being powerful. And if Richard said something today that truly impacted you and you'd like to talk with him further about it, please connect with him directly at 403-247-8042. Thanks for listening to Wisdom Ways. Have a great day. Talk with you next week.